0: Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Wow. Oh, you know I mean business when I got two Bibles up in here. Look at that. We... (laughs) Somebody said go deep. We're about to go deep this morning. I... (laughs) I hope you came prepared and ready to receive from the Word of God. Um, I want to give a shout out for those that are watching. I have a cool testimony without taking too much of your time. But we have friends and family that watch all around the world. And uh, one of our family members, uh, Crystal, from the Red Deer, Alberta area, came by this last week. To visit her family in Vancouver and she made a point to stop into the church pay her tithe and share her testimony what God's been doing through this ministry online in her family so let's give God some praise thank you crystal and your family and the rest of you that are watching online uh, this morning so yeah I just I just got back from uh, victory conference or a regional conference in southern Alberta in Calgary and I was just blown away I was blown away at what God is doing in, in, in the nation and it's just incredible to hear I'm going to share a couple testimonies with you one is we had our victory pastor from Haiti and through COVID he has grown the ministry has grown God has grown the church from 35 churches in Haiti to 205 churches victory churches in Haiti that's what God is doing this is just some of the testimonies You know that Victory Churches was the was the only church that was uh, welcomed in uh, in in COVID through uh, feeding the the families and kids in need in India and through this through this church and our family that goes around the world we fed 500,000 people 500,000 people were fed because of you guys playing a part in your giving so we're just gonna start with wins, that's what we do. Welcome home, welcome to church. Today is what day? The day the Lord has made. And what are we gonna do about it? Rejoice and be glad in it, come on. Praise, good. Praise God, if uh, you're joining us for the first time, welcome home, welcome to church. And uh, I just wanna welcome in uh, the Word of God. So we're doing a brand new series. Cruise, that's right. How do we come up with all these crazy names? Well, I gotta tell you, I was fortunate enough uh, to get a phone call the other day where I actually won a cruise. So I don't know if that any, has that happened to anybody in the house? What Am I? <laughs> Yeah, I've won many cruises, um, got the call, you won. I'm like, really? My first question is, what's the catch? So that's what I've entitled uh, the message today. You won, but what's the catch, right? Um, many of us have been told one thing and then we've experienced another thing in life. Isn't that right? come on isn't that right Amy isn't that right Garth isn't that right yeah all right so uh, it's hard sometimes you know when we're told one thing not to get a little bit cynical or skeptical especially when it comes to our calling okay so fair enough it might raise concerns because you've been told things in the past that haven't come forward yet but God's not finished with you yet God's not done with you yet he's just getting started and he's calling us to go deep Alright? So, you know, I've, I've let a lot of those phone calls go. I've actually even switched my number. It's official, ladies and gentlemen. I went from an Alberta number to a BC number. So I am a BC boy! <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So I'm getting actually less, I've, I've won less cruises, but I'm sure they'll come. Anyway, um, you know, I'd rather, uh, to be honest, a lot of times I'd rather play it safe. I'd rather not go out into the deep waters and in the ocean, but. It's where God is calling us in this season, and that is to go deep. You know, on on the topic of cruise, you might not like to go on cruises on the water, but you might be the kind of person that just loves to go cruise in your car, cruise on your motorcycle. And when I was a little bit younger than I am today, I'm still really young, but I love going on cruises. Somebody asked me, hey, you wanna go for a cruise? Sure, I'm in, let's do it, let's go. I didn't care where we were going, as long as I was with the right person. That's, you know one of the first things Charmaine and I did before we were dating was we cruised together we just get a coffee and cruise right the world was our oyster it didn't matter where we were going it didn't matter because the price of gas was a fraction of the price it is today you know we could just go and maybe you're that kind of person you know you just love to get out get lost and hopefully you're going to find yourself along the way well as we got a little bit older You know now I'm the kind of person I need to know if we're gonna go cruise what's the course you know where are we going what's the destiny how long is it gonna be should I pack for this you know and again how much is it gonna cost me with the price of gas right so I still have that adventurous spirit but I don't I don't like to just go without knowing there's there's a destination there's a goal to where we're going are you with me so with that being said too, you know I, I understand there needs to be a course because A calling without a course or a sense of direction is just kind of like drifting and what do we have to do to drift nothing say nothing yeah you got that one figured out and you know it's kind of like you know without having a course it's kind of like just you know well may as well go drift down the Vedder River and you've heard how well that worked out for me you know almost cost me my life so it's good to have a plan failure to plan is planning to fail Um, and yeah, so I, I have a hard time now driving without a destination, right? So I would love to explore a little bit more about what it means to, you know, cruise, but but have a course, cruise, and, and have commitment, cruise, but go somewhere. Don't just cruise alone, but, you know, go where Christ is calling you to go, right? Still be adventurous, still explore new things, and to step out from your ordinary so that you can experience God's extraordinary, all right? So, either way, um, I believe that it, all of us can relate, and not just us, but the people in the Bible. You know, you got a man named Simon before he was Peter. And Simon was like, he was lost, you know. He was, he was striving to find his purpose. He was working hard, and, uh, but he wasn't seeing the results that he hoped for. You know, he was going fishing, but he had a purpose. But a lot of the times he came back and it felt like he was just cruising because he came back empty and i don't know if you've been out there or are out there and you're working your butts off and you haven't received that catch yet you haven't received that calling yet and and you're wondering is does god even care well i'm telling you he does he sees you and he wants to show you today what he did for simon peter will be the same thing that he'll he'll do for you so let's let's jump right in uh into the scripture there because peter in in a way had been just cruising but he needed a a course correction, if you're with me. And that's the first point I wanna talk about is the course. Say the course, right? Where are we going? Again, in the scripture, as Pastor Charmaine read, it said, Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter. And he said to him, let me use your boat. Push it off, oh yeah. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. So unannounced, this rabbi, this teacher, steps into Peter's boat without warning Simon's boat is about to get rocked and how many times have you been working away, you've been going all day, and you're done, you're exhausted, you're, you're tired, moms, and you feel like you have nothing left to give, you put away all the toys, you cleaned up the whole house, and then the Lord is saying, hey, get ready, I'm sending some guests over. Get ready, I want you to go out again. Get ready, pull those tools out. You thought that you were, you were done with Him, but God's not finished with you yet, because at the end of you is the beginning of Him, and He's about to go deep. Are you with me? All right. So Peter had plans that day. It involved catching fish. It did not involve giving boat tours. <laughs> right? So what happens when Jesus shows up unannounced and makes adjustments to our course? It's like having plans, and, but giving somebody else the paddle. Okay, are you with me? It's what I call the big oar. Mm -hmm. You see, the, the oar is used to not just paddle the boat, it's used to steer the boat. We don't have a problem when people get behind our purpose, jump in the boat and start paddling, but we do have a problem when we hand over our oar and they get to course direct our calling. Are you with me? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. And that's what Jesus does. He steps into our life, and He hands, and He's asking for the oar. He's offering us the oar. He says, guess what? You can go on through your life, living your life, doing it your way, or you can choose to follow me. Come on. You know, or, you know what? You can go on uh, living your life just satisfied, just getting by, just surviving, or you can follow me and experience the extraordinary. You can follow me and, and, and receive such a blessing so big that you can't contain it, you weren't meant to contain it, and so that you can feed others as well. That's the orb. So the first thing um, that we got to recognize, or number two, is the call, the call. Who's calling you? Who's giving you directions? Who's telling you, hey, let's go on a, on a cruise? Let's go somewhere. Let's do something. Let's build something. And it better be Christ. Christ is the calling, right? You know, it says there, then he had finished. Uh, when Jesus had finished, he said to Peter. So this is after he had finished the message. I-, I told the men, I said, men, this morning, we went into this too, but we went a little bit different with it. I said, men, man. Did you notice that in the scripture there, before Jesus even uh, sends Simon Peter out, he says he finishes his message, and then, and then, and how many times is God still speaking to us and we haven't got all the directions yet and we just jump out and we'd make our own course correction. We jump out and we jump into our own calling and we miss the instructions, right? The miracle will come after the message. Your way will come after the Word. If, if you aren't building it on the foundation of God's Word, it's like building it on sand. But too many times in this, and I'm sorry, let will just say one of my sons, one of my sons, Mentioned the, the other day when I was going, giving him instructions halfway through, he's just like, I got it dad, I know, and then he heads out the door. You know, because he knows best, he's wise in his own eyes, and you know, but I was halfway through mid-sentence, I'm like, okay, so be it. Five, ten minutes goes by, he comes back in, he's like, yeah, so, uh, that thing you wanted me to do, um, was there some tools, yeah, I was in the middle, I had more tools to give you, more instruction to give you, but you had it all figured out, you know? So, but how many times do we do that with God? We might show up in church, we might receive Jesus in, in our life or come do a Sunday, and then we just want to run and do it our way. It's like, oh, thank you, Pastor. I got Jesus. I'm gone. All I need is Jesus. Well, hang on, son. <laughs> yes you need Jesus but even Jesus needed his disciples God has put people over you he has put you in position so that he can give you instruction so you could get wise counsel so you can learn from other people's mistakes so you don't have to make all your own are you with me the miracle will come but please finish the message listen to the message that Jesus has for you today right back to the scripture then he had finished he said to Peter now row out to the deep water to the deep someone say deep to the deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch master Peter replied we've just come back from fishing all night and we didn't catch a thing but if you insist we will go out again let down our nets because of what? Your Word. So you're telling me, Pastor, there's going to be times when I don't feel like doing it. There's going to be times where, where I'm going to be exhausted and tired, and I don't even understand. But I'm going to have to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding, but in always acknowledge Him and He'll make my path straight. Exactly. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Thank God I'm not what I feel. I'm what I decide. And your decisions will come from what you declare. If you declare God's word, you're going to find the way. His name is Jesus. But if you just declare your worries, you're going to get trapped in the way of this world. And like we talked about the, uh, the, a couple of weeks ago, you're going to get trapped in comparison, and you're going to miss your call because you're going to compare yourself to this world and the things of this world that are average. And that's what the world does. The average kid is this. The average worker makes this much. We don't live in the average. We live in the anointing. God is able to do exceedingly above and beyond all you can hope, imagine, or dream of according to the power within. That's why he's calling you out to go deep out of your comfort and into your calling. But let's be honest, sometimes we like it where it's shallow. Because where it's shallow is where it's safe. What do we tell our kids, right? Stay in the shallow end. <laughs> Don't go deep. Like we like it too. But guess where you learn to swim? In the deep. Okay, I'm gonna share the story. I got I got home last night and I was exhausted. Drove 10 and a half hours with Pastor Rudy from Calgary, Alberta. And uh, just finished the conference, got home. That's when I kicked my feet up, and I want to go to bed. That's what I wanted to do. And my youngest daughter, my princess Chloe, she comes to me, Daddy, can we go swimming? Ugh, my flesh just did not want to do it, but my spirit said absolutely. <laughs> just give Daddy a minute. And when we got to the pool, I gotta, you know, I like to start in the shallow end too. My shallow end's the hot tub, you know. That's my, that's my shallow end. You know, I sit in there, I get comfortable, I get eased in, you know, so... And then she's, she's ready to go swimming, so she's like, Daddy, can we go in the adult pool? The adult pool is the deep end, okay? Of course, sweetheart, we can understand she didn't have her life jacket on, she's new to this whole swimming thing, and as soon as I said, of course, she got up out of that hot tub. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I got up after her, and she just sprinted and leaped into the deep. Oh yeah she did I leaped in after and she got out and she's swimming around and you got to understand all my children if you see them swim it looks like they're drowning (laughs) that's just how we the funks, swim I guess but but she was so confident big smile on her face and she swam all the way back up to the ladder and got out but it's in the deep where we learn to swim right the reality is we don't just learn to swim in the deep the reality is that it's there that we get deeper in our relationships some of us let's be honest our relationships have been a little shallow maybe the, maybe your work has felt a little shallow you know maybe even for some of us our relationship with God and the church has been shallow but God doesn't want that he wants us to go deep and not everyone is going to go deep But we won't experience the depth unless we are willing to go deep. Beyond that barrier lies your breakthrough. Right? Beyond that barrier lies your blessing. Beyond the reef lies your new belief. Because as you think in your heart, so you will become. God wants you to step out and see something in you that he's seen in you a long time ago that he put in there. know Jesus said in the scripture it says go out again some of you have given up on places spaces and even people why you've been out there before you've been out there before you caught nothing right you've tried it before and you failed but maybe you had the right vision maybe it was just the wrong time maybe You just didn't step out far enough. Maybe you even had the right waters but you were missing the right way. Jesus answered and said, I am the way and the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through me. Christ is calling us out again and he's asking us to cast out our nets into the deep waters. If you answer the call, then expect a big catch. This morning as we got into the Word, one of the things that the Lord revealed to us is, you know, we we want that next chapter. We want that next step. But He's not going to call us to leave behind and get out of the boat until we're faithful with not just the boat, but the people that are in the boat with us it's the people that are in your workplace right now it's the people that are in your home right now remember Jesus didn't just call Simon to go out Simon didn't go out alone he went with James and John he went with his crew there's no way that they could have caught the catch without the people there's no way they could have brought it in if he was a lone wolf. Remember that your breakthrough is somebody else's breakthrough. When you go deep, it encourages others to go deep. But when you stay shallow, so do everyone else around you. So I want to talk about the catch now. Let's talk about that catch. What's the catch? Jesus answered, do not yield to your fear, Simon Peter. From now on, you will catch men for salvation. After pulling their boats to the shore, they left everything behind and they followed Jesus. I wonder if Simon before he was called Peter, I wonder if Simon thought that going after his calling with Christ was going to be a cruise. Because he he focused so much on on the miracle that took place, he didn't see all the mess that he was going to face. And how many of us we 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 miss the miracle in the mess? again because we try to recreate. But if Simon didn't do different, he never would have experienced different. He would have just wanted to go back out into the waters again and try that deep fishing hole and thought like, well, I'm just gonna go to the same place that Christ told me to go. I'm gonna cast the same net again and again, and I'm just gonna keep pulling in the same catch. Doesn't work that way. Behold, I do a new thing. Can you not see it? You see, it wasn't, it wasn't the supply, it was the Savior. That's where his calling was. Jesus said in Matthew 6, that if we seek him first in all things, then everything else will follow. Right? He, he got it right. But Peter was probably thinking the same thing that you and I are thinking when we get that first call. What's the catch? Not, I'm not just talking about the fish. I mean, like, what's the catch? To give it all up and follow you. What's the catch? And I think we focus too much on the cost at times that we miss the big catch. We focus too much, oh, it's going to cost me too much, Lord, gas, get out there, time, energy. Ugh. It's going to cost me too much. The catch is worth it. You see, because actually the answer is the question. See, the fish were always for the people. He was Peter was fishing for fish before Jesus called him and said, Come with me and I will make you fishers of men. The, The fish were always for the people to feed the people. It wasn't so that just Simon could further his career, it was for the people. You see, the people are the catch. The people are the catch. And the catch is calling. Would you stand with me? It's all about people. Jesus came and he died for each and every one of us. Yeah, it's about you, but it's not just about you. It's about everybody else in this world. Jesus came so his will was that none should perish but have everlasting life. It's always about the people. Jesus said that all the commandments hang off this, love God and love others. It's about people. And I get it. Sometimes those people are fishy. (laughs) Yeah, Derek's like, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it would just be a whole lot easier to just stay on the shore, keep your nets clean, and never go into deep waters. Because, you know, catching the fish is fun. If you ever caught a fish and got one on the line, it's fun, especially a big one. But when you get that fish in the boat, if you're not just doing catch and release, you got to clean it. It It's messy. The church is messy. Ministry is messy, but it's worth it. You're worth it. We're worth it. I want to encourage you today, because I know there's some of us out there that we just we're ready to just throw in the towel, We're ready to put the tools away, we've cleaned the nets. They look good in our garage right now, or whatever your nets are. and you've been out there and you haven't caught anything. But God's saying, go out again, but this time, go deep. Go deeper in your relationship with him. Go deeper in your walk with others. Go deeper in your community. Because Christ is the calling, and the people are the catch. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for your word today. Thank you, Lord, that you didn't just call us to cruise. Lord, you called us to catch. Lord, I pray through your Holy Spirit that your word would be caught today. Lord, we we would be encouraged that there's more out there that we don't see in the deep and in the depth of our relationship with you and our relationship with others. Lord, I pray that we would just be so hungry for your word, that we would read your message, that we would find your way, and that we would experience your miracles. For signs and wonders will follow those that believe. Lord, would you do a miracle now through your message today, in your name we pray. If you're here today and this spoke to you and you've been striving, and again, you've been coming back empty. Jesus wants you to know that He sees your call. He sees the blessing, He sees the battle, and He sees the breakthrough. Now the question is, will you let Him into your boat? Will you, will you let Him use whatever stuff that you got? so that you can be so blessed that you can be a blessing to others? If so, that starts with a relationship with Him. And maybe it's just realizing in this moment that you need to come back to Him. You know, you need to hand over the big oar. (laughs) Do it your way or you can do it His way and choose to follow him. Paul said in Romans 10, 9, if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, if we believe that God the Father raised his son from the grave, we will be saved. And I want to lead us through a prayer right now to walk you into that relationship with Jesus. And if you prayed this prayer before I ask, you pray it again because someone we'll be praying it for the first time. And if you're coming back just as important as the first time, and you realize it's time that Jesus steps into my boat and uses what I have, and even in my emptiness that he comes in and he fills it up so that I can not just feed myself, but feed others. I encourage you to pray today with me too. Just repeat after me, say, Dear Jesus, I know what it's like. to play it safe. I know what it's like to come back empty. I know what it's like to mess up, to miss the mark, and to sin. Would you please forgive me? I'm ready for you to come into my boat. Would you come into my heart Would you be Lord over my life? I believe that you chose to die for me. And I believe that you rose from the grave. I'm ready for my new start and my new beginning with you right here, right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Just stay in the moment. I know there's a lot of people that thought of going out again. It's scary. But remember when Jesus said to Peter, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I want to encourage you to not be afraid. For God is not a God of fear. God is a God of love. And perfect love drives out all fear. And if you made the step today to start your faith journey with God or coming back to Him, you'd be so bold. Just give me a thumbs up in the house today. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going deep. Brothers and sisters, we're going deep. He's sending us out. We're going deep. I want to continue to to go deep with the Lord today. We're going to worship. We're just going to press in. We're going to let God do what God does. And we're also going to create an opportunity for you to get in the water. You See, we were commissioned. Part of making fishers of men and women and discipleship is that we are called to be baptized. That's to get into the deep water. We are called to be baptized in Christ. You see, baptism means to be immersed. And when we go in the water, it says in Romans that we, we are buried with Christ. It represents when he went to the grave. With all of our sin that he bore on the cross, he took it to the grave. We put it in the water. And we go with him in the water and when we come up out of the water it represents his resurrection it says that we are resurrected with Christ and so if that's you today and you want to go in the water and you want to leave that stuff behind you want to go deep now's your time I wait any longer I stay in the shower and a shallow experience when you can go deep in your relationship with God. If that's you, just come forward. We're going to worship. If you want to come forward for prayer. If you just want to come forward just because you like worshiping in the front, come forward and do that. But let's just press in. Let's go a little bit deeper today. Come see me. I'll be right here. I got clothes. I got towels. I got all that